So, you guys, I was traveling from one, from the next door big city back to my big city, right? And it was just me, and I was in the van, and I was on a, like, a four-lane divided highway, okay? And just stopped at a red light, a few cars back. It just turned green. We're about to go, and my car stopped. I was like, oh, it's the battery, you know, so let me crank this real quick, you know. Wasn't going, wasn't going, wasn't going, and then oh, smoke no. started coming out of the hood. <laughs> no, no. I was like, oh my goodness, what's happening? And, you know, if cars are starting to go by now on both sides of me. Cars are honking behind me, although I learned to drive in Atlanta, so that doesn't bother me. But <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. But I was starting to get concerned because of all the smoke. So I stopped cranking the car and I called 911 and I'm sitting there waiting on the police officer to come and I'm on the phone with my roadside assistants, right? And I realize I'm watching what's going on behind me in my rearview mirror. And so people, Mm -mm. like there hadn't been a red light for a while behind me. So they're not ready to stop. That's my nightmare. There were like a couple really close calls. It was a little bit harrowing, you know, it's a big highway. And so I said to stop looking at the rearview mirror. Couldn't watch anymore. Anyway, the policeman came, <laughs> some others came. They had to block off all the right lanes. Three huge fit police officers had to push me and my van and all of my many, many groceries across Which made, all made these the van lanes. heavier. yes and i got into this parking lot i was fine it was good it was everything was fine right and i had my hustle bustle book with me (laughs) (laughs) something to do (laughs) now i might have been a little too distracted to actually read it in that moment but i had it with me and it made me feel better that I had it with me. <laughs> oh, my stars. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you. Me too. I'm glad the kids were not with me. That would have made it all worse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. But they would have also had Hustle Bustle books. <laughs> <laughs> the comfort of books, even during harrowing times. Yes. Very important. Welcome to Book Fair. We help thoughtful women find wholesome, life-affirming books for themselves and their families. Are you tired of picking up the latest new release and finding it full of junk you don't want in your life? You are in the right place. This show shares curated content and we do it together within a fun, book-loving community. So pull up a chair at the table and join the feast. It is a new year. First episode of 2023. First episode of season three. We've got a shiny new year. We've got a shiny new intro. And we have some very exciting and shiny news to tell you all. Okay, so are you sitting down? (laughs) If you're folding laundry, it's fine. If you're driving, pull over. This is big. (laughs) This is really big. So Book Fair is in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. What? Ah! Woo! Woo! <laughs> 
And we want to say a big, big thank you and congratulations to all of you listening. Because that's because of you. It's because you listen. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening and for listening regularly and for sharing us with others. We've got lots of feedback from you that you love book fair because you feel like you're sitting at a table having a conversation with us and that we're just your friends. And that's that's what we want to be. And because also that you've loved it because of great wholesome book recommendations that you can trust. And that means the world to us. You if guys, you feel this great. way. If this has been your experience, would you please consider sharing us again or maybe for the first time? I mean, share it often if this is your experience. Send a link to a friend, like a specific friend that you think, oh my goodness, this made me think of her. I think she would love this episode. Give us a review in the podcast app or sharing us on social media. It all helps. We we just have such a heart for this community. Yes. And we just want to keep doing this for a long time because we love it and we love doing it with you. So thank you for catapulting us into the top 10% in our first year. Oh, (laughs) and I was going to mention that we are actually in the top 3% of content creators by amount of content created and regularity. So I thought that was pretty exciting. (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't know that one. Yeah, there you go. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. So here we are moving into season three, and we have a lot of exciting things coming up. Of course, we are going to continue to do more of what we have all loved doing together. Plus, we are going to have new genre episodes. We are specifically working on thrillers and time travel right now. We are going to have new guests bookish experts and enthusiasts of all kinds, from people like librarians and authors to amateurs with specific passions, just like you. We are going to have book coaching and book clubs and book reviews, and we are working on some exciting new ways for you to be able to participate. We are in the midst of planning our first live online book club so you can live join the discussion. We're going to do that one night. And we're also planning our first in-person event, probably first here in Tampa. And then who knows? Who knows where this will go? First Tampa and then the world. So by popular demand, Book Fair's first ever reading challenge. There were a lot of reading challenges out there, especially this time of year, but y'all wanted to do one with us. And guess what? We want to do one with you. So we're so excited that a few people brought this up to us. So I want to give you a little rundown of what we're going to do. Book Fair's 2023 reading challenge. We want this to fit into what your personal reading life looks like, but whether you consider this just a fun extra or a push of some kind, frame it how you like, but we would love to see you read a classic, a book that intimidates you, six poems by the same poet, a reread, a book you have never read by an author you've never read. A fairy tale legend or myth, and that means like the OG version, not your kid's Disney book. A genre that you don't typically read. A recommendation by someone you love. 
and a book fair book club pick. Yay. And for those of you who weren't counting, that was nine. We thought we would um, just do a nice three by three square. And that makes it, I don't know, it feels a little bit less stressful to me. You don't have to do one every month. It's nine books. The middle of the square is going to be book fair book club pick. So you can do this square any way you want. You can do all nine. You can just do a bingo. You can do the four corners. When you look at this, you can decide whatever way you want to participate. Um, but we will start in the top left, like we're reading. And in the first few months of the year, we will have a post in the group about ideas for that particular category. So we will have some posts going to kind of give each other ideas to um, read in these categories. And we think it's going to be super fun. So look for that graphic come in and save it to your phone so that you can keep up with it and knock it out in whatever way you want to. All right. So I would love to know now what Trisha and Elizabeth, your reading goals are for this year. And listeners, Ooh, I know goals. you're already typing. Mm -hmm, I hear mm -hmm. you typing now in the post. Tell me what your goals are too. <laughs> Y'all, I was so excited to get into this. I did something I've never done but around New Year goals before. I started in December. Aww. This is the first time that I've ever committed to something for my beginning of a year that I did. 365 days of that year. I mean, and I am a, I set goals each year and I come and go from them. I don't ever feel like just because I don't do it with perfection means I don't do it. I've never been this dedicated to a goal. And I think there's a lot of tricks there that just happen to work out for me. And you two girls and our whole community we've made has been so reinforcing to me. So I was already thinking about it in December. And last year, if you'll remember, my goals were just to have the next book in hand. And so I want to remember that that worked for me. So that's going to be like my foundation. The next book has to be in hand. So I also wanted to, uh, throughout the year, I've been gathering this list. I mean, my TBR is like working its way towards Amanda's now. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I started thinking of how could I read how could I read a little dabble of all this and then I thought well that's what reading widely is so that's good anyway so I have I have these categories that I started with and then I went back and filled in specific books that I knew I wanted to read that worked out that way and I have two blanks so surely those will get filled in sometime so I'm going to reread a classic and I've already knocked off great expectations for the year. Wow. Uh, I don't want to go on a whole thing. <laughs> I wept. I love it. It's so good. Wow. History. I got to go back to Candace Millard because I loved it so much. So I'm going to read River of the Gods. Historical fiction. I have two. And, you know, maybe I'll read them both or maybe I'll just read one and knock it off. I like the fact that my well or my plans are set, but the well is deep. So I have Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman and Conjure Women. Dystopian Classic. I have Animal Farm and Lord of the Flies on my shelf. So there's just Ooh. no reason I can't get one of those done. Uh, Sci-fi. Y'all, I didn't get to Ender's Game last year. And I remember saying that it was Trenton and Charlie's favorite. And so I'm going to get it this year. The Crucible was Trenton's favorite literary project in high school. 
and he wasn't that's the time when he stopped being as excited about books so I'm like what Mm. was it about this book that had you I have to know I'm gonna so the crucible just falls into classic I should have said it that way I wrote it backwards in my notes um a memoir which I have read almost none of it's a category that I had to just look up like what would I what would it even be yeah really okay um, and I have a few thoughts on why, but I don't have to go into it now, but either way, I want to, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. So I have the glass castle down. I have the right to change any of these if I want to, but that's what I have down for now. Of course. Mystery is blank. So I'm gonna, I'm going to pull up our mystery in our group and I'm going to see if any of you have great suggestions. Cause I always hear about cozy mysteries, which I didn't even know what that was. I'm going to know by the end of the year. And then I have... I don't know. Y'all have to tell me how would this be titled? I have a social nonfiction. That's a made up word. You can can, (laughs) made up title topic. I have the coddling of the American mind and anti-fragile day on because I feel like they cover some social issues, kindness of education. They are nonfiction. So I made up. I see what you mean. Okay, thank you. And then I have a thriller, Dan, which I've been pretty sure that I'm not going to be able to read a thriller because I'll picture me standing in my bed at 2 a.m. and Charlie being like, get out. Why are you doing this? (laughs) But (laughs) hearing that little chain letter thing I did last year through social media and I got all those random books sent by strangers behind closed door was sent to me and I've been seeing it in a lot of book groups that people love it. So I'm going to try to read it. That's my that's my year. That's not to say that's the only books I'm going to read, but I want to fit those in to the rest of my reading year. That is gotcha. such a great list. I love it. Elizabeth, this is so exciting. Thank you. Yeah, so many different too. categories. And, you know, I mean, even if you just read those, that would be an amazing year. That would be mm-hmm. a good year, right? Think how smart I'm going to be by the For end of sure. the year. sure. <laughs> I always feel that way too. I'm like, wow, look at all these books I'm definitely, definitely gonna read. And I'm gonna, wow, I'm gonna, know, I'm gonna be so changed. <laughs> well, I guess speaking of that, I'll go next. So I've done the five by five challenge with Scully Sisters twice, and I'm gonna do it again. Do you have any of your categories decided? Okay, yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> she's like stop hedging me (laughs) yes that's a good question and I'm glad you're interested I wanted to say I can relate Elizabeth to like these these last two years these are the first years that I've had a reading goal and done it and so it's really cool because I don't typically (laughs) finish things so it's really cool how these habits can roll over into other areas of your life. And we've talked about that. But so anyway, I totally relate to what you're saying, Elizabeth. So I love coming up with categories. Um, but what I've noticed the last two years is they do change a bit. And it usually ends up being I have a book fair category. I have an in real life book club category. I have a close reads category. And that's what I end up having. The point of the categories and the five by five challenge is to read widely. So that's, you have five categories and five books in each category, but I'm finding I don't have to have that to read widely so much, especially last year. So I just did a giant brain dump of books that are top of, top of mind and books that 
keep ending up on this list every year. And I'm like, oh my goodness, just read this already. (laughs) And one other thing I've learned the last years doing this is I choose the next book a lot of times based on whatever book club is, whatever book club is reading next, but also by my energy level. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I took my giant brain up and I broke it up into three groups, which are substantial, mid, and light. (laughs) Referring to my energy level. Oh, that's so cool. Ah, that I, like, I think um, X book might take more energy from me, maybe because I'm intimidated by it, or maybe just because it's long, or maybe... It's maybe a genre that I don't normally read, so it might take more effort from me in that sense. You know, there could be lots of reasons. Um, I just might not have a lot of intrinsic motivation for that one. So it may not necessarily be that it's a super heavy or like academic, but it might be, you know? Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this. Listeners, I know you can't see this, but here's my substantial list. Here's my mid. It's two pages. Wow. And my light is two oh, pages. You got a so, book about books. I know. It's ridiculous. This is impossible. Um, but that's how it starts out every year. But it is significantly narrowed down from 1,246. <laughs> Absolutely. And our goals need to be a little too big. So, yeah. I like a I like menu. It. I like a menu. And I like to choose. And that's how I roll. And so this was fun to do. And it. It kind of takes it from overwhelming to manageable for me. And I'm excited having divided it up into energy level categories. And then as I actually read things, I can sort them into categories later. But I did kind of see some common themes in the books I was gravitating towards this year. So some potential categories are just morning time slash family read aloud books. Books about books. Or maybe a category title for that might be, that's like so meta. And then (laughs) (laughs) I always like to go back to goth, goth baby, because I just love Victorian and mysteries and ghosts and and detective stories. I just put a whole lot of stuff in that category. Um, And I have a lot of Chesterton, Tolkien, and Lewis on here. So I thought something like three Catholics walk into a bar. You know, something like that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, a lot of books could fall under this category. I've got a couple title options. I'm so sick of this being in my TBR. Or <laughs> good grief, just read it already. Yes, I so. love it. Your titles are the best. This is the best content we have to offer people. Amanda's Amanda's five by five titles. <laughs> Please continue. So, and and I do I do think dystopian and other nonfiction could definitely make another appearance this year, but we'll have to Always. see. Always. <laughs> so that's where I am at the moment. So Trisha, what do you have? <laughs> I don't know how I can follow that. <laughs> I like how you're just like anyway moving along. <laughs> So I have a few goals for the year. Um, My biggest challenge, new goal, is that I want to start keeping a commonplace book. 
So we talked about oh. that last year and I kind of said like, oh, maybe I'll start doing that. And I didn't. Trisha, I didn't. me too. I forgot to say that. <laughs> me too. But, like that's But you've done just it before, as, haven't you? Well, only here and there. But I really want that to be a focus that I have this year. And this a is not, not a good common, start. Commonplace. <laughs> I forgot to even say it. Not a good start. But that's... <laughs> That's also high up there for me. Like, I want that to be just as important as actually reading the books, at least some of the time, at least some of the time this year. Okay, sorry. I had to get, put that excited interjection in there, but please do continue. <laughs> so I have actually started the book. It's a cute little journal that I won at a book club meeting, um, and I have started it. I have written a few quotes in it from the end of my reading life last year, and as I've been starting this year. So it is going, and my goal is to keep my commonplace book and my book darts with me, and also to be mindful of hitting the bookmark button when I'm listening to audiobooks, so that when I'm done mm. with an audiobook, I can go back and find quotes that I want to write down and write them down as well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, my second goal is to consistently make reading part of my nighttime routine. So that is something that I have done in the past and that I do a lot. But as I was thinking about how I want to read this year, but also my bedtime routine, I have had a hard time. I could talk about this for like 30 minutes because bedtime routine is really important to me. Um, but I tend to fall into habits that are not good for me. So the habits I tend to fall into are watching TV and eating everything in sight. <laughs> when oh, relatable. I'm That's like, fine. Yeah. yeah. When I am like, feel like I had a bad day or I want comfort or I just want to like turn my brain off. <clears throat> that's what I want to do. I want to put on Netflix and grab some gluten-free pretzels. Like that's what I want to do. But I find that this is not particularly healthy for me. Um, but it's, always a bit of a challenge to break that habit. So when I was thinking about my reading goals, I of course love reading. So putting reading in with other healthy things at night, along with not turning on the TV and quiet time, reflective time, journal time, prayer time, possibly yoga, just some of those things that are healthier for me, but that do sometimes take a little bit of effort that is what I want to make a habit in this new year. And I also think making reading part of that will make that easier for me because I do love it so much. Like I think if I'm like, okay, I'm not going to turn on the TV. I'm going to go read this book on the porch. And then once I'm on the porch reading the book, then it's much easier to say, okay, now I'm going to put the book away and I'm going to have some quiet time. So there are multiple levels of strategy to this goal. One of which is that I know I will read more, but also that I think it will help me structure my nighttime to be healthier. So, your habit stacking. Yes, well, Thank I like you. that yeah. term. Oh, it's not me. That's a t that's from the book Atomic Habits, which ah, is a good yes. one. Yeah, good job, Trisha. Thank you. Thank you. So y'all can follow up with me on that. That is something that I would love accountability for um, to see how I'm doing because. Like I said, I could talk about this for a long time, but just because of the way my life tends to go, this has been a challenge for me. So we will see. We will see how it goes. 
So, y'all, what I'm hearing from all three of us is our this year's goals are a growth from last year's goals. They're not disconnected, a random new goal. And I did not consider that, but I love that. And I love how it just happened. Like, we're continuing something. We're not starting a new yeah. thing. We're continuing and growing in it. Yes. Yes. That's I love that point. too. I do have some other just specific reading goals. One, I want to read three books this year that are a challenge for me, that are some kind of stretch that's a little bit out of my comfort zone. It's not something I just naturally fall into. And one book I think I'm going to start with this year is called The Ethics of Beauty. It's something that- I have heard so much about that book. Yeah. They've been talking about it over in the close read space quite a bit. And it's kind of what you were talking about, Elizabeth. It could fall into your social, what did you call it? Social- Social nonfiction? Social nonfiction. Um, We're going to make that a thing. But it is, (laughs) it's fascinating to me because what I've understood about it is, you know, a lot of times in certain educational spaces and certain Christian spaces, we talk about the three pillars of either, you know, a good education or of things that are positive for us to be dwelling on are goodness, truth, and beauty. I don't know if you've heard those three things talked about together, but From what I understand, the thesis of this book is that beauty is what leads us into the other two things. Interesting. So I think sometimes we think of, we would think the opposite. Like if we are submerged in truth and goodness, then beauty will come out of that. But the thesis of this book is that beauty is the entry point. So I'm super interested and I have a lot of friends over on Close Reads who are reading this right now. So I think I am going, and it's big, it's thick. So I think I'm going to order a copy and dive in. My other specific goals are a book of poetry, which we all know is not my natural. Mia Liu. Yay! One new C.S. Lewis, a new Madeline L'Engle, a graphic novel, and to read some with Close Reads this year. Those are my goals. Fantastic. Oh, you guys. This is great. All right. The time has come, listeners, for the Hustle Bustle Challenge winner announcement. Yay! All right. Okay. So um, if we have new listeners, I will just recap briefly. We had a challenge over the holiday season to find a kind of book that you were comfortable taking with you on the go during the hustle bustle of the holidays, whether that was a smaller book in size, whether that was a Kindle, something that you would read with your eyes and that you could take with you and have along um, to get some reading done as we were all in the busyness of the holidays. So we set a challenge to take a picture of yourself out and about with your hustle bustle book, tag it on Facebook, and we had a drawing to be sent your very own custom selected hustle bustle book from the three of us. So Elizabeth, drum roll, please. Dip it, dip it, dip it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I've got this cute little bowl given to me by a student and some names in it. And here it is. Meredith Broadwell. Yay! Yay! Okay, Meredith, we are excited. Sorry, this is exciting because um, Meredith participates a lot in our Facebook group, and I feel like we know enough about what she likes to pick a really fun book for her. So that is going to be delightful. 
Awesome. Congratulations, Meredith. And I am also going to declare one of our listeners, Jennifer, a second winner. She sent me, she's not on social media. She sent me entries to put out for her. And I messed that up. So I am going to declare her another winner and get that myself. So Jennifer, congratulations. You are also getting a custom chosen Hustle Bustle book. (laughs) Yay. Good job. By the way, we got each other Hustle Bustle books for Christmas. And Trisha, you already finished yours. And you posted about it on the Facebook group. I did. It was so fun. I loved it. Good. I'm glad you did. It helps when you start with a good list to pick from. Yeah. Amanda, how was your funny ancient people? I am. (laughs) 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 You know, that could be the title of this. It's how to tell a joke, an ancient guide to the art of humor. I'm deep into it. I can't even believe how modern this sounds. It's, It's writings by Cicero, but it is, quote, a lively translation. End quote. And apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and he was so funny. And I just don't think of all these people who we have statues of today. As funny. These great orators. Yeah. As ever smiling and laughing, you know. But wit but is course, intellect. Ooh, but it's, that's it's true. Hard to for, it's hard to remember that sometimes, though. So especially yeah. when you're carved in granite or somewhere. <laughs> They would never be funny. They would. Okay. Well, listeners, if you're new, we have a fantastic Facebook group. Just search Book Fair Podcast and you will find the best, warmest, most helpful book reading community out there. Whether you've done a lot of reading or you're just getting back into it or for the first time, this is the group to be in. So let us know what are your goals for this year? Maybe you haven't thought about it yet, or maybe you've already had your plan for a month or so like Elizabeth. And small or large, as long as it fits you and this year, don't compare it to anybody else's goal. It's your goal. Are you going to consider our 2023 Book Fair Reading Challenge? We hope you'll do it along with us. And thank you again for all of our growth and good news. And keep sharing. All right, I'm going to close since it's the beginning of the year. This is kind of a poem that's typically read at the new year. It's Tennyson's Ring Out Wild Bells, and it's so lovely. It merits reading even by me. Ring out wild bells to the wild sky, the flying cloud, the frosty light. The year is dying in the night. Ring out wild bells and let him die. Ring out the old, ring in the new. Ring happy bells across the snow. The year is going, let him go. Ring out the faults, ring in the true. Ring out the grief that saps the mind for those that here we see no more. Ring out the feud of rich and poor. Ring in redress to all mankind. Ring out a slowly dying cause and ancient forms of party strife. Ring in the nobler modes of life with sweeter manners, purer laws. Ring out the want, the care, the sin the faithless coldness of the times. Ring out, ring out my mournful rhymes, but ring the fuller minstrel in. Ring out false pride and place and blood, the civic slander and the spite. Ring in the love of truth and right. Ring in the common love of good. 
Ring out old shapes of foul disease. Ring out the narrowing lust of gold. Ring out the thousand wars of old. Ring in the thousand years of peace. Ring in the valiant man and free. The larger heart, the kindlier hand. Ring out the darkness of the land. Ring in the Christ that is to be. So happy new year, everybody. And until next time, I'm Trisha. I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. And happy new year reading. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, subscribe to Book Fair Podcast. Join our private Facebook group. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram or email us at chat at bookfairpodcast.com. And you can help us continue to grow. Share an episode with a friend, mention us on social media, and leave a review in your podcast app. We'll see you next Tuesday.